0: hello and welcome to unwritten imaginings where lazy authors talk about story ideas that they'll never get around to writing new episodes every sunday let us know if you use one of our ideas and we'll give your story a shout out in a subsequent episode Unwritten Imaginings now comes with two-factor authentication.
1: I'm not entirely sure what we're authenticating in this case, or what our second factor is, but you know, we can say that that exists even though it absolutely does not.
0: Well, I mean, if we had logins, we certainly would have two-factor authentication.
1: I mean, you're right about that, but I also don't really know why we would set up logins to begin with
0: for our, you know, Platinum members,
1: (laughs) Mm, remember? mm, I see, the Platinum (laughs) (laughs) members. And obviously I would go cell phone for the second factor. Um, Well, you want to set it up so that multiple things can be the authenticator. In this case, you probably would go with, you know, you can use one of these four main authenticators or you can get a text or you can get an email. Yeah. I'm assuming that there's a password involved somewhere. I assume
0: assume so. I don't know. So that would be the second factor. (laughs) Email us about your preferred uh, method of two-factor authentication. All right. Our
1: (laughs) our, uh, method of two-factor authentication is no password. You put in your username, (laughs) you use a code from your authenticator app, and then it requires a biometric. And that's just how that's going to (laughs) be.
0: No password, two-factor authentication. (laughs) Oh my god. That'd be so great. Okay.
1: (laughs) Biometrics are terrible, by the way. I do not recommend them. (laughs)
0: Um, hi everyone. My name's Eunice. I'm the author of Fantasia and Eternus Source. And, uh, I've been binge-watching this reality dating show called Love is Blind.
1: Hi, I'm Atheo, author of uh, Rune and Metagame, and all of those dating shows are my personal nightmare. And no, thank you.
0: <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's like trying to like prove that love is blind, but it has like this terrible, terrible success rate in resulting in um, successful marriage. It turns marriages. out that
1: love is not blind. <laughs>
0: But, but no, no, no. I personally think that the problem is they are not pre-screening the people correctly to be people who would, like, actually even be successful in long-term relationships. Like, there's there are people who clearly got some, like, issues and baggage and uh, emotional instability that they need to, like work on has nothing to do with like oh
1: okay chose you
0: wrong it's like no you're just not someone who would ever be
1: in a successful relationship (laughs) well okay it also depends on do they find each other attractive in person because that's an entirely different issue because like you can come up with the idea oh love is blind or whatever but like that's not how most human relationships work (laughs) i'm sorry
0: in case people don't know what the show is about, it's, like, you basically speed date while talking to someone through a wall so you never see them, and then you just, like, get really deep because, like, I don't know, you don't have to make eye contact, so you can, like, tell each other your deepest fears and secrets, so then you build this really strong emotional connection. That would
1: make it much harder for me to talk about any of that.
0: What are you talking about? <laughs> I, my, I, my deepest conversations have been through just straight chat. <laughs> not even not even voice just typing
1: wow i mean that's easier yeah. that's easier anyway. for some people but for me that lets me uh go back and edit things out and then i do yeah. that instead of just talking and then realizing that i said the thing that i was not really planning to say it's a very different experience i'm more
0: eloquent when i can edit rather than hesitant <laughs> <laughs> so it works But anyways, I would totally go on that show except I don't want to be on a reality
1: TV show um, Also, I don't think you'd (laughs) contribute to the success rate at all
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, I would be one of the majority of the people who go through that whole experience and just like end up not with anyone Just like, oh, that's a no, that's a no, that's a no Oh wait, there's only 15 other people in this (laughs) experiment
1: It's not really an experiment, it's just a weird... Reality show thing.
0: I mean, they call it an experiment, but... uh, They
1: can call it whatever they like.
0: I feel like season one was the experiment, and now season three is just um, the milking the cash cow. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, so um, moving on to uh, our actual podcast content, we're not doing a a romance idea, so that was completely irrelevant. Unless we... Do we want to do... Do we want to make it related? Should we? You know, we can
1: make it related. We can add in a romance subplot. Okay. No, let's let's...
0: do a a love is blind theme. No. (laughs) Come on.
1: That's my personal nightmare.
0: (laughs) What do you mean that's your personal nightmare?
1: Talking to somebody through a wall and like trying to tell if you would be willing to date them. I have absolutely mm, no thank you.
0: But why?
1: What do you mean why?
0: Like, if you like them as a person, does it matter what they look like?
1: If I'm planning to get in a relationship with them a little bit.
0: Like, it's kind of assuming that they're not horribly disfigured. Like, everyone who goes on the show is just, like, a normal looking person. See,
1: but, like, what other people consider horribly disfigured, I would be unbothered by. And some other things that... People would consider very normal. I would be extremely bothered by, and I know this about myself. Okay. So
0: well, well, love, you can't be on this
1: show. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm well aware of that. As I said, it is um, my personal nightmare.
0: No. Okay. No, no. Let's. When I say a love is blind theme, I does, I don't mean like it's literally like people going and talking to other people through a wall. Okay. I mean like where the characters. Get to know each other without seeing each other.
1: That I can give you.
0: First. And then, you know, there's some meeting afterwards. And I
1: assume drama. <laughs> you know, sometimes there may just not be drama.
0: Yeah, or we could just make it like a real successful I felt in love slash platonic love with you. And then I met you and it was great.
1: <laughs> are we writing in second person? What are we doing here?
0: Uh oh. <laughs> I mean only if we're planning on becoming popular on what pad am I right? <laughs> no.
1: There are other places where second person is fairly uh popular. Mmm. I have difficulty with it because um again, contrarianism. <laughs> No, I don't.
0: Do I want to know where second-person narration is popular? Or is it like, I'm better off of not knowing?
1: You know, that's really hard to say. And I think I'm going to end up on the side of, it's probably not worth it.
0: Okay, don't tell me. Just so you know, guys, I'm that one person where you're like, you don't want to know. And then I just agree with you and don't ask. <laughs>
1: What's your actual idea, though? (laughs) uh...
0: (laughs) Well, um, the thing I was going to come up with has nothing to do with this, but now I really want to do a Love is um, (laughs) Blind-themed.
1: We can mix the two. Well,
0: my my original story uh, story idea was I recently came up with what I would want my superpower to be because I didn't want to do anything really stereotypical. And I basically just wanted, like, the actual overpoweredness of, like, game-based character growth is that there is no regression of any of your skills with neglect. Like, when you level up, it's just leveled up. So then I I just wanted that to be the power. Like, no matter what you learn, no matter what fitness gains you make, like, those are permanent and you can only grow on them. <laughs> just super
1: overpowered. Wow, that would but be insane like
0: super overpowered in like a really subtle way so like you know you got like these like 80 90 year olds who are just
1: like (laughs) you know well they're not physically decayed at all
0: (laughs) no i mean honestly if you take this power to its logical extreme can they even die of old age exactly it just grants immortality because your heart function can only get stronger like your lungs like what like you, can't you might look old,
1: old age. but I don't what? think you can die.
0: I mean, if your skin quality well, you wouldn't
1: look old old, right? You would look like you would look forties,
0: twenty, like
1: late twenties.
0: So like, there's a lot of um, different physiologic things where you peak at different ages. So yeah. like, your skin would look like a baby's butt,
1: and then your, your... reflexes wouldn't decay. And then, and then but
0: your your like muscularity would be like, you know, kind of peak like late 20s. Uh but your brain would be like 25.
1: Yeah, this is this is a whole mess.
0: <laughs> so I decided that's what well, I want to be my superpower if I had I could choose my superpower because it's so clever and it comes with built-in immortality.
1: <laughs> and you look like a biological chimera.
0: I mean, you know, What's so bad about having babies' butt skin all the time? People will <laughs> be very confused at how old you are, which they already are with me because I, you know, pull phrases from decades in the past, but also, you know, continue to collect stuffed animals. Um, <laughs> they just
1: fake anyway.
0: We don't talk about it. <laughs> okay. um, but I want to do Love is Blind.
1: <laughs> okay. Come on, we can mix the two. You know, we okay. have a weird superpower, very specific one. Uh, was there a specific idea related to this, or was this just a, an idea about the one superpower?
0: No. Yeah. No, I didn't have any plot ideas. I didn't even decide if like this is a superpower world or if this is a world where multiple people have this ability.
1: Hmm. <laughs> you know, we can do both.
0: Where there's other superpowers and multiple people have this ability.
1: Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking.
0: <laughs> That's a hilarious thinking sound.
1: <laughs> Alright, so what if we sort of, you know, I have an idea. Okay. It's a little bit of a strange one. Superhero speed dating. Okay. Okay. So the thing is, about superheroes at least, when you're on the job, it's a busy job. You know, there are villains everywhere. You're dealing with stuff. You just don't really have the time to go out and meet people. And, like, you don't want to start a romantic engagement with somebody who's on your super team. Like, that's a little bit, you're working a little bit too closely together. So, if that goes bad, it goes real bad. Okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, people in super teams constantly have issues with romance. So,
0: or lack thereof.
1: Because of this, and because they need to market themselves because they don't get paid much from the government. What happens is, we get a reality TV show (laughs) of Of superhero speed dating.
0: Is this Love is Blind because they're wearing their, like, superhero mask, or is it like...
1: Well, they have to be, right? Because that's the entire premise of the show, is they're wearing their superhero mask.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Do they actually reveal their faces to each other ever?
1: Maybe to each other eventually, but never on the show.
0: Never on the show. Okay, that's hilarious. (laughs) I mean, these poor superheroes, not only are they like risking life and limb to like do superhero things, they also are so underpaid they have to be on reality TV.
1: Look, it's only the, like, new ones, right? You have to get your name out there so that people buy your merch and stuff. Otherwise, you don't really get uh, that much money.
0: Maybe, like...
1: You get, like, less than a cop salary. <laughs> because there's, n- there's less training uh, directly involved, you know? <laughs> well, assuming you're not in the U.S., but we don't talk about the U.S. That doesn't count.
0: Maybe the recruitment is kind of like um, Dancing with the Stars, where, like, every season they try and get like one or two like really famous people and then they round out like the rest with like famous adjacent
1: <laughs> you know i mean that's just pretty much what i was imagining right <laughs> okay. they try to get one really high profile person and then the rest they can just fill them out with like people who are on super teams who want to get their name out there that's fine it doesn't matter
0: yeah or like you know they're just they just need to of money because they're not getting good work or something okay so um, these people are I mean so so in in terms of how much people know about superheroes real lives and personality and stuff I mean if all of that's like a secret then I don't really know like what footage they can share with these people bonding. Because I assume they have to tell each other about their real selves.
1: <laughs> their faces are obviously secret, right?
0: Yeah, but it's like... But, like,
1: these people, they're not allowed to tell... Essentially what I was thinking was they're not allowed to tell each other their real identities until after the show is done.
0: Yeah, but, like, what if you... So you can't talk about your your day job or your family?
1: Well, your day job is superheroing. <laughs>
0: Okay, but, like, what It's kind of busy. What about the? Deta- well, I don't know. You can do a part-time superhero thing if you have a other career. If
1: you have a stupidly ridiculous power, yeah. But, like, otherwise, you need to be constantly, like, training with it and figuring out how to not kill people.
0: Okay, but what about constantly leveling up MC? <laughs>
1: I mean, they they would still likely be training all the time, but their version of training is, like, mental training and reflexes training and stuff like that, which is very different. Yeah,
0: but it's, like, once they've reached a certain level of competency in all of their reflexes... Then
1: you move on to a new skill and make it even better.
0: I mean, yeah, but they don't have to. Like, they can take long breaks from training if they don't feel like it. Like... Like, let's say this person's already, like, literally 80 years old, and they've, like, you know, like, they're just so good at martial arts and reflexes and hand-eye coordination and memory, and they know everything, like, then they really only have to just update them. They
1: definitely don't know everything. 80 years and not even close. Okay, but
0: think about it. If you don't ever forget stuff, you just gotta read it once.
1: I didn't think it was read it once. I thought it was learn it once, which is a very different thing.
0: Well, I mean, I guess it depends on how smart they are and how well they process information.
1: I'm pretty good at uh, the processing of information and I still occasionally have to read things more than once.
0: Weirdo. <laughs> I read things a lot slower than you, but I only read it once.
1: Hmm, <laughs> I see. I mean, other than books, I really like I think you read things slower than me enough that if I read it twice, um <laughs> we're still about the same amount okay. of time.
0: Do you remember it after you read it twice? yeah, well then then the the point still stands <laughs> whether whether the m c reads things twice, twice as fast or reads it once. <laughs>
1: I guess we're talking about the applications for, like, skill things, right? Like, you can read about calculus. That's not necessarily going to teach you how to use calculus.
0: Yeah, I know. But, like, there's certain knowledge stuff that you just need to know.
1: Mm. I don't count those as, as skills, but yeah.
0: As long as this person can quantify the experience, it can be crystallized. And is
1: permanent. <laughs> that is a ridiculously overpowered. <laughs> it's an
0: overpowered power. Woo! So overpowered.
1: Okay. I mean, you know, put it in the same world as people who can throw fireballs. It doesn't seem in- that impressive, but at the same time, it really is.
0: Like, they can't do anything that's actually superhuman. So they can't throw fireballs but they can get all their skills to the upper limit of what the most That's actually
1: interesting... not quite true. They can be a little bit superhuman. Because their flexibility won't go down even as their musculature goes up.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't like they can get as flexible as like a contortionist. Okay, that's still not superhuman.
1: But combined with the musculature of a, you know, champion weightlifter, it kind of is.
0: No, it's it's a, the combination is overpowered, but,
1: like... The combination is superhuman.
0: The point is, they can't do anything that no other human can do. Like, they can't throw fireballs. Yeah. Right? They can't mind read. Although they can, you know, with the body language and the... It's
1: not just body... <laughs> body language is inaccurate uh, from most people. But, like, you would have...
0: They can effectively mind-read, but they can't mind-read in the sense of telepathy.
1: They can cold-read better than anybody, but... I mean, obviously... you can also hot-read better than anybody, but they can't... The
0: combination of this MC's acquired skills is obviously way beyond superhuman, but every single one of the skills is within
1: human limits. Ah, yes. Each single skill within isolation within human limits. That's a very reasonable uh
0: And like the limitation. amount of the amount of effort it would take to get something to the upper edge of the human limit is still, you know, whatever like the ten thousand hour type of yeah. magnitude thing that we say for experts.
1: Also unless they were a champion gymnast, they would have certain limitations on developing the flexibility to begin with.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, honestly, you know, like having contortion level flexibility is not something you work up to if you weren't really weirdly bendy as a kid, you know, but it's just like they know they don't have to fight to regain gains is all. Yeah, so they're very, you know, they can easily do the splits, but is it really important to be able to back bend to the point that you can stick your head between your thighs?
1: If, no, probably not.
0: Uh, there's not that much benefit. You know, I don't think our MC would have worked towards
1: being able to do that. <laughs> probably as close as they could get to it. But I don't think during their childhood, aka when they could have actually developed this.
0: Yeah. So um, why is, is our probably very successful and financially stable MC going on this show? <laughs> um, They're
1: bored? <laughs> I don't... like. Maybe boredom, maybe they're just having a really terrible time trying to find people to actually, you know, go out with.
0: Maybe they're lonely because all their friends are dead. Because <laughs> they're not involved. Also an issue! <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, so, so, like, you know, um, on the actual reality TV show, people are, like, freaking out because of age gaps of, like, five years. <laughs> but, like... How old are we making this MC?
1: (laughs) I wouldn't make them that old. I would put them, like, mid-40s at the upper edges.
0: Okay. So very OP, but not like, I've had 90 years to just master the limits of humanity. Yeah. Okay.
1: And I'm putting them at the upper limit of 40 because the people on this show are going to be, like, 20s to 30s. (laughs)
0: Okay. Do we need to fill out the cast? Are we creating all of these weird powers?
1: Are we creating a cast? I think at least two of the people on the cast, like, at least two or three of the other people on the cast should have some form of effective agelessness, if not necessarily immortality, because, I mean, that's that's what our MC has, agelessness.
0: Okay. Let's just come up with, like, other ways that, you know superpowers can make you accidentally immortal. Stupidly overpowered
1: regeneration. That would do it. Easy. Um, Oh, you a version of like a duplicator power where you can essentially set your new original as the duplicate um, that also like slightly changes you between duplicates so you can age yourself down or up. You just have to do it in multiple steps.
0: Okay. (laughs) I mean, there's like what else? Maybe somebody is just, like, no longer in their original body anymore. And they're just a robot I mean, that's what the
1: duplicator (laughs) kind of is, right? And I didn't want... Oh, just fully a robot.
0: Yeah, or they've just chosen... They now inhabit just, like, I don't know, a plastic body that they stuck their spirit into or something. It would be
1: more complex than plastic, but... (laughs) They've just fully gone robot. Um...
0: And there's, like, yeah, I'm having a lot of trouble, like, finding people to relate to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wonder why. And I'm
0: just, you know, I'm looking for someone who can see beyond the shell, because it's literally a shell. (laughs)
1: Because it's literally a shell, and I'm currently building a new one, so really, it's an outdated shell.
0: Yeah, it's, like, irrelevant. Like, if there's something you don't like about the shell, we can can change the shell. (laughs) We can work on that just make sure you if you if you write this idea you have to like watch reality tv shows and like kind of like take some of that like really common like trite nonsense that they talk about when they explain why they're going on the show and just like add some superhero adjustments to it and just like you know parody
1: <laughs> make them as small adjustments as you can manage yeah so the fact that people are absolutely ridiculous fully carries over <laughs> And remember, these are big superhero personalities. These are people who are going out there and making a big deal of themselves. Now, there will be, you know, some introverts in the mix, but not many.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, no, no, no. I would say they're, like, even RMC might be an introvert. Like, on the show, it's like half intro. Actually, might even be a bit more than half introvert because it's like a bunch of people who are like, so I have no success dating. The normal way and I'm tired of that so I just want to like skip that and hack it and get married <laughs> uh-huh, so there's actually uh-huh. quite a few introverts
1: I mean you know compared to the super population at large superhero population at large not super population because there's a super population and a superhero population and they're very different
0: well I mean does it have to be only heroes on the show I think we could put other that supers. would be
1: very funny if we put villains on the show too
0: Okay, but but how about just supers who have chosen other lines of work?
1: Well, you have to be disguised, otherwise we lose the whole premise of the show.
0: Yeah, but they could just wear a disguise.
1: (laughs) They come up with a disguise for the express purpose of the show?
0: Or the show comes up with a disguise for them, and they just pretend that they're, like, like a very new hero, or, like, uh, just a not very well-known one.
1: I feel like that breaks the premise of the show, being, like, the supers that are you know, actually out there doing work that you guys are aware of.
0: But it's like, I think the whole point is to have enough variety that it's like interesting to see who gets with who. So like, maybe there's one or two, like, as I don't know what they call them, like red herrings, disguises. I see, I see.
1: There are a couple of villains in there just for flavor.
0: (laughs) Minor villains. (laughs) Maybe they're trying to get, like, um, a pair that's actually had this, like, famously publicized rivalry, enmity, trying to, like, get them to, like, like each other so (laughs) they can say, oh, it was actually a love-hate relationship the whole time.
1: The showrunners are actually (laughs) monsters, which lines up with reality TV.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, like, there's a lot of manipulating of the quote-unquote, reality of these shows.
1: <laughs> we call it reality TV, by which we mean reality in big air quotes.
0: Uh, yeah. And, you know, when you got superpowers mixed in with the producers, you could
1: really... Oh, no. <laughs> I forgot that you could have, like, full <laughs> illusionists on staff. Yeah.
0: And, like, I don't know, like, they could even, like, go on i don't know like maybe yeah maybe like they can even like do like weird reveals where like they take off their mask but because of some other power like they can't recognize each other if they saw each other again
1: <laughs> and their faces get blurred out on this on the maybe, vision
0: maybe there's just someone has a has like a power that makes you temporary face blind so it's like you meet the other person with the mask off and you can kind of React to the way they look, but you wouldn't recognize them again afterwards. <laughs> That's so
1: weird. I think that would be terrifying for anybody who wasn't already face blind. <laughs> that would
0: be pretty terrifying,
1: but you know, you look at somebody, you look away, and then you're no longer able to picture their like, face.
0: Who are you, you remember
1: you remember all of your impressions of their face, just not what their face looks like.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: That sounds like anybody who was not used to it would be terrified.
0: Well, you know, like maybe that's like one of those like halfway choices where you're like, would you or would you not like to see your chosen partner's face?
1: If you choose to, you will not remember it. You will remember your impressions of it, but you will not remember it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's so weird. (laughs) Okay, let's let's uh let's not get sidetracked with half an hour of how uh superpowered producers could like really mess with people.
1: But I like getting sidetracked into nonsense. That's whole that's wholly this podcast. Plus, I mean, you know, we've only been recording for half an hour. We were already distracted for 10 minutes at the beginning.
0: Yeah, but you know, I have, I just have a feeling that we're going to go on a lot of tangents. <laughs> so we're going to <laughs> shorten each one of them. Okay. So like I think RMC is looking for someone else who does have functional immortality. Maybe Before this
1: them. maybe they're in a special season where everybody is functionally immortal, but every single one of them is functionally immortal in a different way. Okay. It was a it was a theme run of the show, you know.
0: Okay. So, oh my god, they're looking for their forever person. Literally. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I really enjoy it when like things get literal that were figuratively figuratively. I
1: see, I see. <laughs>
0: i can imagine forever with you (laughs) so corny (laughs) and like you know obviously probably not not gonna be true because you know i i know like some people they can manage like
1: also their line of work is fairly (laughs) fairly dangerous but think about it
0: i mean like you know you can manage 60 70 years of being with someone but like who knows if you can manage 200, 300, you know what I mean? That's a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I agree. Uh, but, you know. But we're not then... discussing my relationship concept, <laughs> we're discussing societies here, which is very different from mine.
0: Okay, so, you know, we got a bunch of immortal people, some of them are, maybe one of them's undead, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're just
1: I, I'm not sure how well the undead goes over with the romantic concept of the show.
0: I mean, as long as you're okay with not having kids, it's fine. It's well, fine. but like, is it
1: zombie undead or is it vampire undead?
0: Obviously, like vampire undead.
1: Okay, that's better.
0: I don't even know if they need to drink blood. Like, what is undead? You know, like their heart doesn't beat. That's the only. You know, they're animated. Through magic.
1: (laughs) There's another person who resets the condition of their body every, like, every, like, five to six seconds or when they, uh, when they choose to. They can actively suppress the power if they want to age, but you can only do it while you're awake. Uh,
0: somebody has, like, some kind of object time manipulation.
1: Nice. Um, They
0: usually use it to restore broken things, but they can also do it on themselves.
1: We've got somebody who is a full, like, formless shapeshifter to the point where, like, they don't really have an original form.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, one person who just periodically bursts into flames like a phoenix. And (laughs) 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 cyclically.
1: (laughs) Uh Another one who has like a second form that actually has powers, but every time they use that second form and go back to their normal body, their normal body is returned to the exact moment at which their power's activated, which was in their mid twenties Oh, somebody who can
0: like age other objects by taking age off themselves
1: I see, I see. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous cast of characters.
0: Uh, That person actually makes a lot of money in crops. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Rather a lot.
0: I'm just going to speed up their growth.
1: (laughs) It's like, look, I got to age myself like 60 years. Why? Because I'm about to hit this whole field.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, you know first impressions. Even if you're wearing your costume, people can kind of get a pretty good idea of, you know, how tall you are, maybe what color your hair and eyes are.
1: I feel like a lot of people would have those disguised by like wearing wigs and such. So color of of hair and eyes is likely, but not a guarantee. It's like a 50-50 on hair and eyes and you don't know whether it is or not.
0: Okay. Probably height and body type, unless, you know, you purposely disguise that stuff.
1: But, you know. Height, I would say almost definitely yes. Body type is, uh, like, a 70-30 in favor of.
0: Like, superhero outfits have to be fairly easy to move in, I think.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) So they can't be too, you know, cumbersome with weird
1: shapes. They they would also tend to be, like, armored. Yeah. Although it depends on the person. Like, some of the, some of them are just fully not armored. And it's like, I see that you have a power that maintains your physical form.
0: Yeah. And then, I guess, like, Shapeshifter can do
1: whatever. <laughs> Probably doesn't even have a costume, just fully shifts away the parts. <laughs> and fake clothes. I
0: don't know, maybe, like, Shapeshifter's gimmick is, like, they're just wearing normal clothes, but every date they just pick a new... <laughs>
1: But what I was, saying, what I was saying was the shapeshifter, like, they don't wear clothes per se. They just shift clothes visibly. And that will work like clothes in most ways.
0: Oh, okay. So that's actually skin. Yeah.
1: yeah. But it's not like skin <laughs> skin. Right? Like it feels like a shirt. It's a hair shirt. <laughs> kind of. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> um, okay. So, like,. Do they meet through a wall first and then get to that level of seeing each other or they just start seeing each other in their superhero outfits?
1: I don't know about through a wall in the same way that that show does. Maybe instead of like through a wall, they meet like over the phone first Okay. It seems a little weird, but it would play into the, like, you know, we're superheroes who don't have much time to get out and do things, uh, aspect of it.
0: Okay. I don't really see a functional difference between that and Through a Wall There
1: isn't one. That's why, that's why I went with it.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, they're gonna start with a girl-fashioned hello on their phone.
1: (laughs) Exactly.
0: And, uh... You know, the usual, so what do you do? I no, I don't what know do that that do? would be a
1: good <laughs> question on this particular show.
0: Oh my god, That's always
1: the first question on these dates. Um, Except that in this case, like, they know already.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, they could get into the technicalities of the kinds of situations they tend to respond to.
1: I'm a disaster response hero, or I'm a villain response hero, you know?
0: Yeah, you know, I... I deal
1: with nuisance villains on the regular, but I don't really deal with... <laughs> I don't really deal with the big threats, or somebody else who's like, I deal with the big threat villains and disaster relief, and I don't handle the nuisance one, because my power is too lethal when it hits people.
0: And it's like, do so you travel a lot? And it's like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, Again, yeah, superheroes. I'm kind of,
0: I'm kind of on call
1: a lot. <laughs> might have something to do with the profession that they both share.
0: Like, Well, you know, some of them have a more emergency nature of the work they do. That's true. And some true. of them, you know, it can wait till Monday.
1: <laughs> I guess, it, yeah, it sort of depends on, like, the level of thing that you usually deal with. Because if you can put out a forest fire, you get sent to put out forest fires. But if, like... Yeah. If, like, you can cause brain hemorrhages, you get sent when the situation needs to end more than people need to be kept alive.
0: Yeah, or, like, if you're a healer, like, most people can come to clinic, you know, by appointment.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I imagine they would probably spend a few hours every once in a while clearing out a hospital, but...
0: I mean, there are, you know, overnight emergencies, but, like, it's not one healer's job to keep the entire world I
1: imagine they wouldn't be able to do that like yeah all the time but event like occasionally they would have the ability to it would just be you know it would be too much
0: you know like there's certain powers where it's like uh it would be really really bad if uh people found out your normal life and like being a kind of universal healer
1: would definitely be one of them (laughs) oh yeah that that would be a very much not a good one
0: like, it's like, I don't even know why I'm on this show because if my life gets discovered, I'm, like, beyond screwed. Uh, but, you know, I'm kind of lonely. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. And uh, so the way that the reality show works is, like, they literally just, like, talk through a wall for 10 days and then people propose to each other and, like, Get engaged.
1: Okay, so I think Uh, day one is the call. And after that, we phase into a more normal face-to-face interaction.
0: Okay, what is a normal interaction with heroes? Like, are we talking about...
1: I don't mean putting them on the job. I mean having them in a social situation.
0: (laughs) Are we talking, like, cheese and wine? Are we talking, let's all just play recreational sports in a really... Messed up superhero way.
1: I mean, Um, (laughs) we have 10 days.
0: Okay, we're doing (laughs) 10 dates, guys. (laughs) I mean, you know, like when they go on those like adventure dates where they do something that's like kind of scary but not actually scary, like you know, standing on one of those glass floors at the top of a really tall building. Like, I feel like a lot of heroes are like, that's just. I'm <laughs> Yeah.
1: Like, for people who are daily in deadly danger, that seems a little bit tame.
0: Oh, man. They have to do a laser tag day just to see, like, how, you know, some of them are a bit too competitive and that'll cause some drama on laser tag day.
1: <laughs> I see, I see.
0: Some of them aren't good with guns. Some of them are.
1: <laughs> some of them are extremely good with guns. Like our main character, for example.
0: <laughs> oh no, what, what if everyone hates MC because MC's too good at everything?
1: <laughs> well, they're good at some things, but they're, you know, not universally, like, awesome. They may not be a great person, which would be very funny. Because um,
0: I feel like MC has, like, meta-learned learning. So, like, even if it's something they're not good at, they have the tools to identify how to quickly get good?
1: (laughs) Well, yes, but it turns out that somebody can be very good at a thing and still be a jerk. (laughs) Well, we can't make MC a jerk. There's just required character growth, okay? But the
0: MC's already 40! What? (laughs)
1: Look, if you haven't met somebody in their 40s who still needs character growth, then I... Don't you know, know what to tell you. It's
0: not about somebody who's in their 40 who still needs character growth. It's what it says about them that they've reached the age of 40. And it's like, oh, <laughs> you definitely still need character growth. I've never like been like, wow, this person has so much potential. I really want to invest my time and emotional energy in them. <laughs> if you know what I mean.
1: Okay, but I've met people who at 40 were insufferable. And then at 50 were actually, you know fun to be around
0: uh how old are you
1: (laughs) i am in my 20s early 20s so
0: where are you getting all this experience of someone's like decade change
1: (laughs) the answer is three people
0: oh god (laughs) no we can't make mc a jerk mc has to be inexperienced but not a jerk okay relatability I see, I see. Actually, let's just make MC a 40-year-old virgin.
1: (laughs) (sighs) That's the direction to take it.
0: (laughs) MC has been too busy learning stuff. (laughs) MC is the classic, like, oh, maybe I'll just get another degree type of, like, except it's not just a degree. It's just, like, learning more and more skills because it's, like, other superpowers. You kind of get the hang of them and maximize their output. You know, in your late 20s, early 30s, you pretty got it, much got it. Well, you know,
1: you could call this the development of a new skill.
0: Yeah. Is our MC's powers like actual levels in that they have like blue boxes that have- I would say
1: no, because I don't like that.
0: Especially in a
1: world that doesn't support it.
0: Because that'd be hilarious.
1: In a world <laughs> where that's not common, I would say no, because that's ridiculous.
0: Okay. But it would be funny if they had to, like, name their... Choose, like, identify and name their skills for them to show up and to stay permanent. Like, they'd have to identify that it was a skill. <laughs> but no, okay. Let's just do it. The, I mean, it's just...
1: possible that th- that could be a requirement of their power. Like, they have to identify it as a skill, and then they sort of get the option to crystallize it if they want. Okay. And then they can uncrystallize it later to work on it, but then they have to recrystallize.
0: Okay. But, you know, our MCs are not stupid, so I'm pretty sure emotional intelligence is known to be a skill. Emotional but...
1: intelligence is one. There's also relationships, which is another one.
0: Okay, so, you know, MC's great. MC's just never dated anyone. MC has been pulled onto the show to add drama. <laughs> um,
1: Maybe they're a hero who has, like, a ton of drama around them because they don't appear to have any real powers but are still one of, considered one of the top heroes.
0: I mean, it's it, like the, um... What do you call it when you make those preview trailer... Do you make trailers for TV shows, or is that only movies?
1: They make trailers for TV shows. It depends on the network, I think.
0: Okay, but, like, the trailer catch line is, like, you know, the person who knows how to do everything needs to learn love or something really <laughs> stupid.
1: The person who can master every skill is moving on to a new area of combat.
0: <laughs> of, combat. <laughs> of the
1: heck? People use combat metaphors for romantic entanglements all the time, and I don't really get it, but I do know that it's common, and I think that I just did it really poorly. <laughs>
0: cute, cute action music! Can our superheroes win in the battle for love? <laughs> so
1: stupid. Mm, hate it. I love it, but I hate it.
0: <laughs> I'd watch this show...
1: I think I might. I think I might watch it if somebody made this in real life. I would. I would produce the show. (laughs) Like if they made it as like a as like a real life TV show that was like super heavily produced and like obviously you you're using actors and it's not reality at all, but like you frame it like a reality show. Sounds so fun.
0: We should definitely film a parody of a reality TV show. Email us if you like this idea. (laughs) Oh man, okay, okay, okay. So, um, you know, they go on their dates and uh, they, you know, trot out the superhero version of all of their lines like, what are your hang-ups? Tell me about your baggage. What are your deal breakers? Uh, How many kids you want? Are you religious? Oh no! <laughs> You're religious. Um,
1: <laughs> are you religious? And, and, yes. And, oh! And, oh, gross.
0: Uh, <laughs> and so on and so forth. Um, my apologies to anyone who is religious who listens to these podcasts. It kind of um,
1: depends on what religious, right? Because it's like, are yeah. you religious? Yes. And then it's like, okay, which which religion?
0: For me, it's more like how strongly religious, like. Do you believe in evolution?
1: <laughs> ah, I see. See, uh, even the not believing in evolution thing depends on the religion, so that one is important to ask first.
0: I mean, I don't. As long as you understand science, it's fine. As long
1: as you have a baseline <laughs> understanding of reality that makes sense, it's fine.
0: Yeah, we need to have a shared objective reality.
1: There is no objective reality. Um, Shh.
0: <laughs> Okay. Um and uh you know they 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 have like their usual answers with a superhero twist. I don't even really know what. I'm pretty sure a lot of the answers would just be normal <laughs> cats. Yeah. <of> <laughs> oh crap, I'm allergic to cats. Um <laughs> Um
1: How adventurous are you asked by the shapeshifter?
0: <laughs> uh What are you into? Uh, <laughs> Um and uh yeah so you know people hit it off and uh let's adjust it so they don't just like get engaged because I'm pretty sure that's really weird and why there's such a high failure rate on the actual tv show. You know they just like choose people and then they move on to stage two where is this where the masks come off?
1: I'm not sure if the masks coming off is something that gets recorded. Maybe it gets recorded, but it's audio only. And then there's an artist's rendition.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it could be that like the masks come off, but they superimpose something over the faces to the audience. I see. I see. Like a, a 3D modeled version of a face. That's like definitely not their face. <laughs>
1: I mean, you have tech supers, you could do that incredibly effectively.
0: Yeah, just be like, just so you know, the faces are making the exact same expressions as the supers, but this is not what they look like. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. But, you know.
1: That's super (laughs) weird, but I think it plays into the whole um, idea of this this show.
0: And um, they meet each other's families, and, you know... Superpowers are partly inherited, so there's some weird shit going on there.
1: Always.
0: (laughs) And it's like, where do you see yourself in five years? Tell me, what made you choose my daughter? I mean, (laughs) and the usual stuff.
1: Okay, to be fair, with this specific setup that we used, it's like, it's more like, where do you see yourself in five years? In 20? In 50? (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot. They're all immortal. Yeah. Oh, how old are their parents, man?
1: <laughs> some of their parents would be old, and old. a lot of their parents would be dead.
0: Depending on if they had similar enough powers. But some yeah. of their parents could be real old. <laughs> like, really, really old. Yeah? Just a couple. And they, you know.
1: Where do you see yourself in a hundred years? I'm sorry, did you just ask a hundred? How old are you? 270, Why?
0: Oh, you don't look a day over 170.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They don't Um, look a day over 30.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, so this gets into the whole psychology of very old people who are immortal, which there's a lot of different theories of how they would be.
1: So have fun with it.
0: Yeah. Email us if you want us to do an episode on that.
1: Um. Psychology of old people who don't physically age. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of different theories of how they would be. Any of them that are simple are wrong. Um
0: I mean any of them that assume they'd all be the same are wrong.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Okay. Um yeah. Okay. So they they do that and then I would say rather than like a 4-week period where that ends in a in a wedding, it they do like 6 months and then some of them like, the the show was trying to get people to get married, so they got more drama. And uh, they do, like, weird events where they, like, meet other people that they may have had interest in, but ultimately, you know, ended up choosing somebody else. So there's more temptation. I see. And, and drama. And um, I guess it's much higher stakes for these superheroes because, like in the Netflix reality show, there's always a couple people who, like, behave badly and then, like, the audience, like, really, really hates them, but it's, like, kind of okay because, you know, like, their job doesn't really require that they be publicly popular, but, like, if you're a superhero, uh, that could really mess up your um, promotional sponsors and stuff like that, so, you know, watch out. (laughs) got to add an, another layer of consequences
1: to... I mean, overall, this uh, story has a lot of angles, and you can get super into the weeds with it, and honestly, it sounds super fun to write, but, yeah. like, it would take a while.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, this would be the standard 12-episode reality show, but I feel like it would take a very long time to write. <laughs> I'm imagining, like, several years of
1: web serials... <laughs> Um, it really depends on how you go about it. Yeah. I think if I wrote as fast as I wrote for book one of metagame, I could probably do this in like a year and a half.
0: Mm. Okay. But you know, our MC learns about love and levels up in love.
1: (laughs) And then stays leveled up forever. That's just how this works. Yes.
0: Yeah, like, it's just like, you know, they're just dedicated to being a better partner each and every day. And
1: literally, that will
0: only happen (laughs) because they they can't get worse.
1: (laughs) They lack the ability to get worse, which is, frankly, a little bit intimidating.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, our MC needs someone who doesn't feel inferior to this kind of. It's not perfection. But it's potential.
1: It's constant <laughs> improvement, which is much, much scarier than perfection.
0: Yeah. It's just like this person is only going to get better at anything they try to do.
1: And you're just going to kind of have to deal with that.
0: Yeah. And you're just not because people don't do that. But yeah, but they love you and you need to have confidence in that. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so, you know, you got to imagine the kind of person who would be okay in this kind of relationship, you know, like they know themselves, they're confident in what they bring to the table. Actually, I'm imagining this person's actually way older because they need to have acquired a certain amount of wisdom and skill and resources and, and stuff. That. So it's, like,
1: old people dating, but they both look young, and that's just how we're gonna do that?
0: Yeah. Like, the wisdom of age with the hotness of youth is, like, you know, best combination.
1: <laughs> I see, I see.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> you on mean, that I
1: interesting note, um,
0: <laughs> um, I
1: think we can wrap up.
0: Okay. And, you know, just make everyone hot, because...
1: <laughs> but you have to make them weird hot at least some of them
0: <laughs> yeah weird hot but hot um if you like this idea write it and email us at listeners at unwritten
1: if you feel like writing it in the script form and then publishing it as a serial i will super get behind that because that sounds so much fun
0: yeah start a patreon we'll subscribe If you want to be a guest on our show, email us at guests at unwrittenimaginings.com.
1: We would appreciate it if you could like, rate, review, whichever form of engagement that your particular form of podcast listening supports. Uh, If you could do that and maybe share it with a friend, we would appreciate it.
0: And we'll see you next week.
1: See you next week. Thanks for listening.